0: Welcome to the podcast, discover the hidden potential of your mind and uncover the love in all your relationships. My name is Angelica and I'm your host. I'm a belief change coach and a relationship coach. And I don't know about you, but one of the topics which is always fascinating to me is what makes for a fulfilled life. So let me ask you a question. If you were to die tomorrow, What do you think your biggest regret might be? Do you think it would be not having worked more or not having made more money? Or do you think it might be something else? I guess you figured it might be something else, right? And in fact, the five biggest regrets that people have expressed at the end of their life are number one. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with family and friends. And number five, I wish that I had let myself be happier. And there's a clear link, a correlation of happiness and spending time with family or close friends. Deep nurturing connections, love, laughter, support, acceptance are all factors in our experience of happiness. So spending time with a loving partner, or if you don't have one, with family members, people you feel close to, that has the effect to increase your happiness. And There's a very interesting study, one of the longest studies on happiness, and that's the Harvard study of adult development for 75 years. So that's several generations of researchers. The life of 724 men were tracked, and these men were from two very different walks of life. And You can see the study started in 1938. If you're curious, 60 of those 724 men are still alive today. And when it originally was set up in 1938, the study was perhaps a bit gender biased because they started off with men. But at a later point, they also included the wives of these men. And one group of the participants in the study were Harvard students who almost almost all went to serve in World War II after college. And the second group consisted of boys from one of the poorest neighborhoods in Boston, young men from some of the most troubled and disadvantaged families. And there's an excellent TED Talk, if you like TED Talks. It's called What Makes a Good Life? Lessons from the Longest Study on Happiness. And in that TED Talk, Robert Waldinger, who is the fourth director of the study, reports about the findings and lessons on happiness. And the one main lesson that stands out in the 75-year-long study is that happiness is not about wealth or fame or working harder, to quote Waldinger. Instead, he says, the important insight not to miss is that, I quote, Good relationships keep us happier and healthier. And researchers have learned three important facts. Number one, that social connections with our family, our friends, our community are extremely beneficial for us. They keep us physically healthier and allow us to live longer. Number two, it's of course not enough to have a relationship, for example, to be married or have a family, but the quality of our close relationships matters. High-conflict marriages, as you can imagine, in which we feel lonely and unsupported, they're of course detrimental to our health. When we're in a relationship with little affection or with toxic interactions, the stress and the loneliness actually shortens our lives. But living in the midst of good, warm relationships, that is protective for us and keeps us living longer. The Harvard researchers found that they could predict, based on the relationships people were in during their 50s, how healthy they would be at age 80, because the men who were the most satisfied in their relationships at age 50 were also the healthiest at age 80. And in addition, most of these happily married men and women reported that on days when they had most physical pain, their mood still stayed positive. On the other hand, men and women in unhappy relationships experienced that their physical pain was magnified by their emotional pain. And then the third thing these researchers found is that good relationships do not just protect our physical bodies, but they also protect our brains from decline. There was a clear correlation about being in a securely attached relationship in your 80s and memory loss. Happily married people experienced that their memory stayed sharper longer. And those people who were in relationships where they felt unloved or they couldn't count on their partner, they experienced greater memory decline. And this does not mean that we have to always get along well. Relationships don't have to be smooth all the time to be healthy. Waldinger actually reports that some couples might bicker day in, day out. But as long as they felt that they could count on one another when the going got tough, then those arguments didn't really matter that much. And that is in line with John Gottman's research findings. Dr. John Gottman, he showed that marriages don't suffer because of arguments, but that it depends on how a couple argues and what the relationship is based in. And of course, as humans, we always like a quick fix. But when it comes to relationships, that doesn't work. Waldinger points out in his TED talk that, I'll quote, relationships are complicated, messy and hard work. And this work never ends. And that sounds a little bit dreary. So I would like to add that relationships are also full of moments which are simple, joyful and easy. However, I agree that relationships always require attention and effort. We need to make our relationships a priority. And the people in the study who were the happiest in their 80s were the ones who had, and I quote, leaned into relationships with family, friends and community. So what does it mean to lean into your relationships? Well, it starts with making time for family and friends or doing something new together with a loved one or reaching out to that family member you haven't spoken to in years So that's where forgiveness and letting go comes in. Forgiveness, letting go, healing our own wounds, opening our hearts, reaching out to have that difficult conversation with somebody and communicating successfully. That's all part of building relationships which keep us healthy and happy and allow us to live a long life. And as a relationship coach and workshop facilitator, I provide you with tools and opportunities to build a good long life by building better relationships. For more information on individual sessions or workshops, you can check out my website. That's greendoorrelaxation.net. Or you can contact me by email, greendoorrelaxation at yahoo.ca. Or you can give me a call at 905-286-9466. And I hope you're going to join me for the next podcast. Or if you prefer reading to listening, you can subscribe to receive an email notification whenever I post a written blog, a new blog that happens two to four times a month. So what you do, you just enter your email address on my website in the field on the left side of the bar on the left hand side. And I thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Have a wonderful day.